Grace and peace to you. Hello. Friend, what's your favourite thing in the whole wide world? Is it a place or is it a person? Is it a feeling or is it an activity? And what does that being your favourite mean to you? Is it about showing affection to a person? Is it about visiting a place? Is it about photos on your desk or pictures on the wall? Is it about doing something repeatedly or reading and watching and devouring media about a certain subject? I ask this because I want you to think about the combination of feeling something and the associated action that comes with it. I suppose, if this was a terrible internet quiz, I might ask, what does your favourite thing say about you? Do you think that people can tell things about you from simply looking at the things you do and the way that you dress? Let's look at some silly examples now. A long beard, a pointed hat and a wand. A wizard. Harlequin clothes, a hat with bells, and some playing cards. Clearly a medieval court jester. A parrot, an eye patch, a wooden leg, a sword. That's going to be a pirate, isn't it? Overalls, an oily face, and a spanner. That's a mechanic. A carrot, long ears, and a habit of saying, What's up, Doc? That's Bugs Bunny. Of course, in the world of Lego, characteristics are exaggerated into cliché, so we can easily understand something about the minifig. Which begs the question, what would a caricatured version of you and your actions look like? What would a caricatured version of a Christian look like? In our reading today, we're going to hear some of the first chapter of Peter's letter. A letter that was part of a back and forth, but we only have one side of the story. This is a letter that asks about what it looks like to believe in God. So, my very dear friends, don't get thrown off course. Every desirable and beneficial gift comes out of heaven. The gifts are rivers of light cascading down from the Father of light. There is nothing deceitful in God, nothing two-faced, nothing fickle. He brought us to life using the true word, shows us off as the crown of all his creatures. Post us at all the intersections, dear friend. Lead with your ears, follow up with your tongue, and let anger straggle along in the rear. God's righteousness doesn't grow from human anger. So throw all spoiled virtue and cancerous evil in the garbage. In simple humanity, let our gardener, God, landscape you with the word, making a salvation garden in your life. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you're anything but, letting the word go in one ear and out the other. 
acts on what you hear. Those who hear and don't act are like those who glance in the mirror, walk away, and two minutes later, they have no idea who they are, what they look like. But whoever catches a glimpse of the revealed counsel of God, even out of the corner of his eye, and sticks with it, there's no distracted scatterbrain, but a man or woman of action. That person will find delight and affirmation in the action. Anyone who sets himself up as religious by talking a good game is self-deceived. This kind of religion is hot air and only hot air. Real religion, the kind that passes muster before God the Father, is this. Reach out to the homeless and the loveless in their plight and guard against corruption from the godless world. Amen. This is our first week of five weeks in touching on the surface of the letter of James. The letter of James appears to have been written to encourage Christian Jews not to revert to violence in their response to injustice and poverty, but rather they're encouraged to stay focused on doing good and following the wisdom of God and not the wisdom of the world. And it's with that context that we come to it today. Not that I'm suggesting that we have a collective thoughts to act in violence, but that it's the combination of thought and deed together that make a life of faith, and not one or the other. In the reading, we are reminded, and I'll use words that are maybe familiar to you, faith without works is dead. This doesn't simply say that we are made holy or marked as Christians by good deeds. Or quite importantly, it's not the converse either, where believing the right thing absolves us of the hard work of inclusivity and generosity. As we saw in the caricatures painted by the Lego minifigs, you can tell a lot from the outward appearance and outward actions. If we genuinely believe something, we find it affecting how we behave and not just how we think. As followers of Christ, we cannot simply say, feed the hungry and welcome the stranger in our land. We must actively find ways to support those who are indeed hungry and vocally in words and actions show that refugees are welcome and are cared for in our society. We cannot say we believe one thing and behave in a different way. We cannot say that we care for the widows, orphans and strangers, and then agree with comments on social media about the hungry being undeserving, or anybody being sent anywhere that they might be persecuted. Our reading today reminds us that we need to listen to God through our sacred texts, that we need to hear the nudges of the Holy Spirit in our life and respond, respond in ways that show that we believe what we have heard. If someone was making a mini fig of you, 
what would be your defining characteristic? Go and hear the divine. Go and act accordingly. Go and characterize love in the world.